This is the Hiking Through Life podcast. We've all been gifted a journey called life. Let's see where the journey leads us today. This is day 15 of our summer road trip, Sunday, July 21st. And actually, before we get started with anything that we did today, this is actually our four-year anniversary of meeting each other. Um, So four years ago today, I met Sarah at Surly Brewing. Yep, at Surly Brewing. In Minneapolis. And this was only... Guess whose date idea it was to go to Surly Brewing? Hmm. Whose idea was it? I don't know. Somebody that likes beer, probably? Hmm. Hmm. Take a guess, guys. So, yeah, anyways... Well, that just popped up on Sarah's, um, was it your Facebook feed? Yes. Um, four years ago today type thing. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was cool. We were actually kind of, um, talking about that not too long ago, right? We always debate which dates on, we always know it's around that time in July, but we always kind of like debate whether it's like the 19th, the 20th, the 21st. We're never exactly sure which day it is. Yeah. But now... (laughs) <laughs> that thanks to Facebook, we definitely know it's the 21st. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyways, today we started out by, um, well, we wanted to visit Acadia National Park. So we woke up in the, the parking lot of this trailhead that went to a beach, but the beach was crowded. So we ended up staying in our car at this trailhead which ended up being kind of buggy right there but it was it was a comfortable sleep at least yeah and we weren't too far from acadia then yeah that's the reason we wanted to go there mostly yeah we were trying to kind of like look for other things around the area and we even went into the uh i don't know like the next town or whatever to their public library and use their wi-fi for i don't know maybe 15 minutes just searching to see if there was anything cheap around because we would have been willing to pay for something just because it was kind of hot and yeah we're kind of sick of sleeping in a hot car but you know after we had the windows down and the sun went down it cooled off quite a bit so that wasn't too bad and yeah we got to acadia national park um i don't know what it was about 9.30? Probably like 9.30 or 10. And that was, I mean, even at that time, it was getting busy. Yeah. The visitor parking lot was probably three-fourths full at this time. And Acadia National Park is the number one visited national park in the country. So we were expecting it to be busy, but we were kind of surprised at that time that it was already that busy. Yeah, and I want to say it's also the smallest national park. Yeah, I was very I surprised, like, going through it, how small it was. I was like, oh, we already saw the whole thing, and... Yeah, yeah it's it's a very, I guess, um, accessible park, if you will. Like, anybody can go there. Um, you can see pretty much everything in the park by driving, yep. or hiking, or bicycling. We saw a ton yeah. of cyclers. They were inspiring. Um, especially the ones going up Cadillac Mountain. Yeah, on that hot day too. Like, it was very humid. Yeah, Cadillac very, Mountain's very like humid. the highest one in the park. 
Yeah, and so that's the one, like, after we got in, we bought our National Parks Pass, and it's an $80 annual cost, but yeah, we and knew actually, we were going to use it. Yeah, that one gets you into all of the national parks yeah. and some other, like, federal recreation lands that they charge entry fees for. Um, that gets you in there for a year, so a year from when you purchase the thing. So um, we purchased ours in July so the ranger told me that we are good through July 31st of next year so that's awesome and we're definitely going to be using that um like you said like throughout our road trip um especially when we go out west um there's some more parks out that way that we kind of want to see or at least drive through so that will be useful when we um head out that way and it's I think like just to enter Acadia was $30 a vehicle for a day. Yeah, just for a day. So it's like you go to like two or three national parks and you've basically... Yeah, you go to like three that are 30 bucks and it's paid for itself. Yeah, so that's kind of nuts to not buy the yearly pass. Yeah, especially if you know you're going to do something like we are and traveling across the country. Um, and wanting to hike and visit these types of places, it only makes sense to go for that annual pass. Totally. Yeah, so like you were saying, we got there and we went to Cadillac Mountain. and Yeah, and it was busy. Like, Luckily we got a spot to park up there, but it was already getting very busy. It's the most visited area in the park, Cadillac Mountain is. Yeah. So, and they say, like, during the middle of the day, like, you can't even find parking there. So, we're lucky we got there at, like, 10 o'clock when we did, because by the time we were done hiking, we only hiked for an hour, and by the time we were done, the parking lot was a zoo. Yeah, we actually accidentally went all the way up and drove to the summit Yeah. instead of what we had planned to do, which was park at the bottom and hike the north ridge to the summit and then hike back down to our car. Yeah. So we got up to the summit and we're like, oh, I don't think we're supposed to be up here. We must have missed where we were supposed to park down there. Yeah. (laughs) So we ended up saying, okay, well, we'll hike down and then back up. And like you were saying, though, it was so hot, we we couldn't even complete it. I mean, you're on the ridge and there's no tree cover or anything so we were in the beating sun and it was only getting hotter and more humid and so yeah about a half hour in we we gave up yeah we basically turned around didn't want to ruin the rest of the day like because had we hiked that whole thing our exhaustion would have been out for the rest of the day we would have been cranky we would have been yeah just not wanting to do much else and just find some air conditioning so we um decided instead of continuing to hike that we would just drive around the park they have an awesome loop that you can drive throughout the park and you can see a bunch of different things you can go to some of the beaches which we were tempted to do but they were so busy too i mean they were beautiful to drive by but just stopping anywhere required finding parking, and it was just... Yeah, I think since it was so hot, everyone was just wanting to go in the water. Yeah. So, yeah, you can go to other trailheads while you're on the loop, too. 
Um, and you just got to be cautious, though, as you're driving. It is mostly a one-way, but there is parking often in the right-hand lane. So just be, be cautious while you're driving the loop that you may round a, turn, a corner and there's a parked car. Um, and there's also a ton of um, cyclists that are um, biking the roads throughout the park. So just be aware of those people as well as you're driving. We got to see, um, well, the, the whole bay and harbor and also the ocean. Yeah. Um, throughout the drive, we got to see the, the inland areas too. Um, so on, I guess it would be more of the north side of the park, I want to say. Um, you can see some of the mountains on that side. Um, so those were gorgeous and there had some um, scenic overlook areas too where you could pull off, take pictures. Um, and especially going down that Cadillac Mountain Road too, there's tons of pull-offs where people were taking pictures and it's it's gorgeous. So definitely if you're in Maine, it's definitely a park to go see. And so we left there in early afternoon and on our way out, um, we decided that we wanted some lobster. Um, yes. Everyone told us when we were telling them we're going to Maine, they said, get, get some get some fresh lobster. So we saw signs the whole drive in um all these different restaurants that had lobster. All and of these cute little just like off the highway spots, like yeah. not fancy restaurants at all, just little mom and pop shops, little little lobster shacks that you picture, you know, like yeah. just old looking. There's definitely shacks. There's yeah. some just like takeout counters too where you just walk up to the counter put an order in for a lobster roll and you know go on your way um and they didn't have much for seating other than a couple picnic tables mm -hmm. so we found one which was kind of a combination of both restaurant and just a takeout counter so since we had daisy it was kind of the perfect spot we had pulled into three just to kind of compare prices because... We were just shocked at the price already. I mean, it's like it's 20 bucks for a lobster roll. Yeah. Like, for one roll, that's probably like six inches long, not even. So we had a hard time paying that much money for a lobster roll, but, you know, we justified it. Like, we're in Maine. We had to experience that. Yeah, we said, let's just do it. Um, when we got to the third one and it was pretty much the same price he said well it probably won't get any fresher as we keep going inland so yeah. let's just do it and you can't like you could spend all day comparing prices and you might end up saving yourself like a total of two or three bucks so yeah there's a time so, when you kind of just got to pull the plug and just dive in and get one that was one of our luxuries on the trip was treating ourselves to some lobster so we had a lobster roll and we also had a boiled lobster a whole lobster um, and that was delicious too. Uh, that, uh, was tricky to eat though, I would say. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, you have the whole lobster. Usually we're used to just getting like lobster tail. Um, and that's pretty much like yeah, already peeled for you. Yeah, it was the whole you. thing. Like you had to get in there, like you had to use your teeth to break off parts and like dig in with your finger. Yeah, we and got in messy. in between it, you thought you were going to be breaking your teeth. 
it was very messy and it came wrapped in newspaper yeah because we got it to go um i think they gave it to you in like a little like like one of those cardboard like boat type things like, if you got it in served, the restaurant yeah. yeah if you got it yeah to eat there but um that was delicious actually and after our messy <laughs> uh feast we washed our hands and we still smelled like lobster. But. Yeah, for a couple hours after, even getting ice cream, because like a half hour after, we stopped to get gas and there was an ice cream shop across the street that I eyed while we were driving into Acadia. Yeah. And while Andy got gas, I just had to run over there and take a little peek and see what ice cream they had to offer. And they had blueberry ice cream. Blueberry is a big thing in Maine, like along every street we drove down I either saw like blueberry pies or blueberry ice cream or fresh blueberries here so it's a really big staple in Maine this time of year it seems yeah I think they grow quite um abundantly in Maine yeah and like this ice cream was really good we got soft serve blueberry ice cream and I loved it I wish I could remember the name of the shop because I would tell everyone to go there and eat this ice cream yeah, it was, um, yeah, right across the street from a gas station. But there's probably plenty of those in Maine. Yes, <laughs> there's ice cream shops pretty much everywhere. Yeah, so after we filled up and got some ice cream to chill us out on this hot day, we headed to our our friend uh, Soway's place. And you might have heard us often refer to him earlier in podcasts as Alexis. But he's known more in the hiking community as Soway. That's his trail name. So um, we went towards his property, and he is in Munson, Maine, which is um, at the southern end of the 100-mile wilderness. And his property is only like a mile and a half or two miles like from the Appalachian Trail as the crow flies so that's great because he's actually through hiked it three times um i think once northbound and twice southbound yeah, he said yep so we arrived here early afternoon um caught up and he promptly made us some bloody marys because it's his ritual on sundays to have a bloody yeah, so we got bloodies, and he gave us a tour of his property. Um, I mean, he bought this property, and it's just very, like, he had to tear down trees in order to make any kind of walking path. So we were able to go on the path that he has created, and he showed us where he's planning on making a campsite and making a garden and making the... And he's got his shed right yeah. now that he stores a lot of his stuff in. Um, and he uses it to go to the bathroom. Yeah, he's going to make a more elaborate privy for himself um, on the yeah. property eventually. But we'll be says. interviewing him too, so we won't describe too much because uh, yeah. his interview will re reveal a lot about his lifestyle out here. Yeah, so yeah, be on the lookout for that um, interview. We'll, we'll have that up um Probably, I don't know, soon. We'll definitely do the interview in the next couple of days. And um, we got here and we had we actually brought some steak and zucchini for 
dinner. Yeah, the um, zucchini was one that I bought at the farmer's market in Portland, Maine yesterday. Yeah, and the steak, we just found a deal at a grocery store. And we also brought um, some beers from the Alchemist uh, Brewing Company in Vermont. I remember him when, uh, so when he stayed with us last year, he kept talking about Hetty Topper and, you know, how good that was, especially when he got done um, on a day at, on the long trail. And so being a beer nerd and Hetty Topper being one of the top IPAs, um, it was only fitting to surprise him with a heady topper and share in my love of beer and he was very excited when we greeted him with beer yeah he was very excited about the heady topper and we had stopped earlier at that gas station that sarah had gotten um ice cream at to fill refill the cooler with ice so that it was ice cold heady topper too nothing better than an ice cold beer yes so tomorrow, um, we're going to get up, do some breakfast, and then Soe's going to take us to the Appalachian Trail, and we're going to do some backpacking there, hopefully a few days on yeah. the Appalachian Trail. He's talking about getting us out for about 25, 30 miles, so we're kind of mentally preparing for that. Yeah, but... Um, we're going to go back to the fire and uh, catch up more with Soe and just enjoy some more beers. So thanks for listening. See ya. You've been listening to the Hiking Through Life podcast. Peace, love, and hike through life.